What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. This is Fightful Wrestling. It's April 27th, 2022. Your post-AEW Dynamite review. We've got a lot to talk about. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. We got all kinds of good content coming this week. Like, you know, Alicia Atut interview Friday. We revealed on Fightful Select. She signed a new deal with MLW. Matt Hardy interview that I thought was lost forever. When my camera got stolen, misplaced, whatever, in, in Orlando, it's dropping on Thursday. And I dropped a Naomi interview uh, Tuesday, I think it was. But how about this? Next week, we're going to be dropping a very topical interview with Diana Perrazzo. Tomorrow afternoon, I drive out to do this interview. Robert DeFelice, we're going to have some things to talk about tonight. This was a very uh, newsworthy episode of, of Dynamite. Sean Rossap, I am so happy to see Deanna Perrazzo on my TV screens on Wednesday night. That made me the happiest AEW fan in the world. Well, we're happy to see you on screen. Uh, Alex is taking some time to move. You also filled in on Friday's show with uh, Kate. You, I was telling you off the air, I was like, man, you're getting more podcast work now than before. So it's yeah. uh, good, to, good to see you back into things. We need more of this. Uh, yeah, of course. We've got AEW Dynamite. This show brought to you by athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, as well as NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We'll tell you more about those and FightfulSelect.com later on. But, uh, man, we already got some Super Chats. We got some Humper Chats. If you guys wonder what the heck are those, well, if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash Fightful, it's that little dollar sign at the bottom. But we've got a thing called Humper Chats. Because when we say a match is good, it humps. Go over to humperchats.com. That lets us keep a little bit more of the money. You know what I'm saying? But beyond that, here's one of the benefits. If you're watching Dynamite at like 8 p.m. And you're like, you know, I'm probably not going to stay up and watch this podcast after. uh, But I still want my question or statement read on the air. Humperchats allow you to do that. Humperchats.com is a Streamlabs and PayPal platform. We got Bako 5 saying, great show. Now give me Miro. I'm ready to see Miro back. I, I absolutely am. And Joey Bag Where of Donuts. Where is Miro, Sean? Filming shit. Uh, yeah, Joey Bag of Donuts says, how is every episode of Dynamite the best episode ever? This was a very good episode. Uh, very, very good. Excellent. From top to bottom, and let's talk about the top. Chris Rain says, Dax and Cash put on a wrestling classic. Ricardo the Bot Guy says, Dax and Cash was everything I hoped it would be. This was great. The way that they built it up on one week's notice, this this felt like a bit of an event. Uh, this doesn't happen much in AEW, teammates fighting one another. But it was explained on commentary, they wanted to for Owen. Like, they wanted to face each other. They wanted to honor Owen Hart and the Hart family. And this was fantastic. This was a wrestling clinic. This was the perfect way to kick off AEW Dynamite, in my estimation, Robert. They made it very clear they're never going to break up. They never want to break up, but they wanted this match. They had to convince Tony Khan to do this match because they wanted to honor Owen Hart and honor him. They did. Sean, this match was so much fun to watch. First of all, the gear, yes, the the Hart Foundation gear. I believe Dax had the white. Red Heart Boots with the star on them. Love that. There was the WrestleMania 10 tease of doing the victory roll uh, (laughs) stop finish. I love that. And then K 
Cash hurt his knee, and they're very good at selling because I was immediately like, uh-oh. I hope he didn't get injured in the one match he's going to have with his partner. And Dax is going to go for that sharpshooter. Decided not to, didn't want to hurt his friend, and got him with a roll-up instead. I loved this match. I hope I never want to see it again because they're better off as a team, but yeah, this was very good. This was so much fun. Uh, we saw a lot of not only their greatest hits, but the greatest hits of uh, others that they looked up to and they idolized. And the, them coming out at the same time to that theme, which I, I did not like the theme at first. And now when it hits, I'm like, love it. Man, you got to love it. How can you not love it? Them coming out um, together, I thought was a great, great approach, Robert. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were looking forward to hearing it twice. I think using the two tunnels to do that was perfect. There was not even a tease of, are we going to get too physical here? No, they kept it pure, respectful. So well, many a little nice- bit. There, were, there was the thumb in the, the, thumb in the eye, but... Uh, I think they expect that because they know they're not nice guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I thought that this was uh, just just a ball. This was so much fun. And Dax getting the win. How did you feel about that? That was the right call. Dax yeah. has proven he can go. That match with Punk, I think, made a lot of people go, I want to see more of this guy in singles. And we're going to. I love that the Excalibur brought up the stats. And uh, he said that Cash hasn't had a singles match in like two years. She's only had like three in the last five years. And Jim Ross is like, yeah, but it's like riding a bike. You you don't forget. It's not like he's going to start looking for his partner in, in the corner because his partner's in his face. I thought that was a really good uh, approach to that. We got Shot Kid saying, I honestly lost track of all the callbacks to Brett and Owen's series of matches. This is one of my favorite Dynamite openers ever. Yeah, if they they put like a an all-time list of Dynamite openers, this is probably top three for me. It's one of the best I've ever seen um, on, on that show. And they, they open with a lot of bangers. Yeah. And I know they mentioned the Brett known callbacks. I didn't count too many of them because I was so into the match, but I know that countering the back suplex was a Brett because that's how he's yes. beaten people like Razor in the past. I know the headbutt was an Owen callback, just a lot of really fun wrestling. And Honestly, this is why you do tournaments like this, because you're never going to see it again, and you don't need to. Yeah, uh, Poker God says, AEW, AEW, AEW. They had a great night. Sova said, no specific comment about anything, th- anything, just a great episode of Dynamite. Hey, friend, we will take those Super Chats and Humper Chats every day of the week, and we will greatly appreciate them. So a big thank you for that. Tom Lavalley's happy to see Robert here and loves, well, you, the, loves the Alex... <laughs> tribute brick wall that's why the brick wall is there it's gotta be here it's wednesday <laughs> i love it i love it uh he says dax and cash um, but, uh, yes it did uh eloquence says wish qualifiers were just opening round matches me too there are so many qualifiers like i i i don't i I'm a little torn right now. I wish it was just the opening round, like make it 16 men or however many it is. But like, I I do see why people want those to just be opening round matches. And that was another thing I want to say that CM Punk did to really help this. 
CM Punk said, man, people are falling all over themselves to be involved in this tournament. And he was like, I wanted in this tournament. When you make it seem as important as possible, it becomes as important as possible. If you show me it's important to the people on the screen, it becomes important to me at home. Uh, now, granted, if you're telling me it's a $10,000 challenge, will it be as important to me as a title? Probably not, but it does add a little bit. Like they're adding as much stakes to this as possible. And the qualifiers allow them to basically make every match mean something, Robert, even though this is AEW, wins and losses do matter in general, which helps an awful lot for me. But adding this helps an awful lot too because it gives you a reason to just arbitrarily throw out a cold match and it's got stakes. It does. And I also wished that they were just opening round just because it makes it feel like, are we going to rush through the real tournament? But look at how many people have been in this thing. Tony Khan is promising that once the bracket gets set, it's going to be amazing and you're going to see so many great matches. I know next week they're going to do Hardy and uh, Bobby Fish. I know that Darby and Swerve are on Rampage. Would be a hell of a way to do Darby and Jeff as a one-off without needing to add too much craziness in there. You know, a lot of fun you can have here. What'd you think of the Dax Cash finish with the teased sharpshooter? Oh, and then, amazing. yeah, into the double small package. That was, that was I thought, a really, really, really nice touch. Huge anus. Oh, God, huge anus. Huge anus says Dax Cash, Swerve Darby, Fish Hardy. This is what tournament wrestling is all about. And you can't teach that. Oh, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> uh, continue to send in your Dax and Cash uh, super chats, humper chats. Uh, I elaborated a little bit more on their deals and some of the rumors this week, they were under the impression their deals were hitting an option and this summer, because I checked with them, but AEW is quick to say, oh, no, 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 we've got three full years. I was told that they originally were pitched an option, but they wanted three full years, and AEW said, yeah, okay. WWE were interested in them, and I can tell you, because this came straight from a higher up to me directly uh, about this, because FTR had been doing interviews saying that they're coming for a while, uh, I can confirm to you guys, though, uh, there was no feeling out via Edge, and that came from somebody uh, very close to Edge. That that wasn't a situation that that happened. But uh, they're doing well. They're the hottest they've ever been right now. The last month has been the most insane month for FTR. Uh, so, and it's awesome. Like I know a lot of people were feeling like they had a cool run coming in, but then they cooled off. I think they're going to have the best year of their tag team career. Sawyer says, if we had brackets, we'd be spotting all the matchups, but these qualifiers are giving a lot of surprise pairings. We didn't know we wanted and set feuds for throughout the tourney into it. You know what? That's a very good point. That is that is, a, that is a, an incredible point. They can kind of decide on an arbitrary week to week basis. No, we feel like doing Hardy and Bobby fish. So let's do it. That that is an excellent point, Sawyer. You're absolutely right. Uh, so that, that honestly completely changed my mind on the qualifier aspect of it. We got Brendan saying the show was excellent. Everything was good to great. Looking forward to seeing Morrissey and Perrazzo. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah. JW Pringle says it's been a crap week for me. So mental health reminder: if you think you need help with your mental health, please reach out. I know it can be scary and difficult, but it's worth it. 
You are loved and worthy. Uh, every time he sends one of those, I remind you guys to uh, check out NAMI Communicate on Twitter. I do the NAMI Walk every year. I donate to NAMI regularly. Uh, every bit of proceeds from my cameo this month are going to NAMI. So uh, you still got a few days for that one before I, I pick another cause. But uh, head over to Cameo, pick up one of those, donate to NAMI Communicate. It is a wonderful resource. CM Punk promo. So immediately after this match, he's cutting a promo. And Hangman couldn't be there. He announced that he had COVID. That is unfortunate. Uh, I have an interview with him coming soon, too, in person uh, before he had COVID, thankfully. Oddly enough, I couldn't take my eyes off Kip Sabian during this promo, Robert. You know, I, I found myself saying that later in the night. Yeah. But this was a lot of fun. CM Punk knows how to talk. He if there's sure anything, does. You know, CM Punk just knows how to convey the importance of any situation at any given moment. And I don't know that the world title has ever felt more important than when CM Punk is talking about needing to be champion to validate his time in AEW. Kind of like how at the, the last AEW scrum, he definitely put over the importance of my Twitter and him having me blocked at one point, which has changed, Robert. He no longer has me blocked. Even though um, he said he wasn't going to unblock me, he did. You know, Reg made him cry. He unblocked you. I think he <laughs> loves Fightful. I think that's he does. what we're getting at here. Uh, I'm not going to be in Vegas, and this match makes me really wish that I was going to be in Vegas. Now, part of me is very excited, first off, to not do a Vegas flight, because F that, to not be up until four in the morning doing a scrum. Uh, it might still be. You never know. It might might still be. <laughs> Cover it remotely. Fortunately, uh, Will Washington will be there streaming that for us on YouTube.com slash Fightful. But this match specifically makes me go, hmm. Should I go? Should I find a way? Uh, yeah. And this, this promo helped an awful lot too. Tony said, how you make Paige a star, have him face three of your major acquisitions for his major feuds. Do you think Pay or Punk will be the one to finally beat him? Uh, or will there be a second match for the belt like Cole and Danielson? So glad Tony brought that up because there were people initially that were like, oh man, this is getting started off slow with Hangman. Oh, this, this title reigns underwhelming. He has had matches against Cole. He's had matches against Danielson. Here we go against Punk. They're throwing all the big guns at him, Robert. He's Sting. He's hmm. Sting in like 92, 93. He's, you're not getting big box office vibes, but you're getting he's the face of this company and he's being put up against everybody and he's having some bangers. I think Punk should beat him. Because I think Punk needs to go into Chicago as the returning hero. Mm -hmm. And I also think if you market CM Punk in Chicago as the champion, up against Brian, up against Moxley, I mean, you got so many people. I think that's the way to go. But then I think about Punk in Vegas and I think, I keep feeling like when he wins that belt, he's going to pull the trigger and turn heel. But oh, man, he's got a good promo in Vegas before. You know, I, I feel like eventually the gas runs out on a CM Punk. I'm so happy to be back run. And oh, we get that CM Punk heel run. That is. Oh, I just can't wait for the subject matter in that, Robert. I can't wait to see what he says. I can't wait to see how he plays off of it. This was good. It was him saying, 
Like when he came back, he wanted to make sure he still had it. Could he still do this? This was a a really, really great promo. Uh, Swerve Darby on Rampage. We've got Joe and uh, Trent Beretta on Rampage. I love it. We heard from Trent. He said he's never won a title in ROH, and he spent a lot of time there. Jambeard says, we could get the Cole versus Samoa Joe match in the Owen, which was a feud teased in NXT. Yep. That's a good way to go. I think uh, Cole winning, or at least making it to the finals of the Owen, is a good thing because he needs to be near the top of the card because he's still a major acquisition. Yeah. I think Cole versus Joe, honestly, that's that's about as good as it gets. Do you think that Joe puts Trent Beretta to sleep on Friday? I think he does. And I think if not to sleep, he can do that muscle buster again. He's enjoying that muscle buster. Well, listen, I think- if I, I wonder if Trent is going into this expecting to get put to sleep. And if he gets hit with a muscle buster, he'll be like, oh, no. But listen, Trent, I got a solution for you helixsleep.com slash fightful that'll get you to sleep oh my gosh the helix sleep has changed my life i used to sleep on a slab of memory foam and then uh, i think it was 2020 maybe early 2021 i said you know what i need to invest in my sleep i gotta change the way that i feel i felt like my spine was about to come through my face when i woke up on that slab of memory foam so i went to helixsleep.com slash fight well i went to helixsleep.com but then we got helixsleep.com slash Fightful because I hit him up and I said, your product changed my life. I would love to work with you guys. And during the pandemic, I did not want to go to a mattress store. I did not want to roll around on a mattress that somebody else had been on. Uh, they're coming in there with their their pet fur all over them and just yeah. wallowing all over that mattress. No way. Not with helixsleep.com. They've got a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Don't buy a mattress made for somebody else. They have a ton of different models, soft, medium, firm, ones that cool you down, ones that align your spine to prevent those morning aches and pains, and even a Helix Plus for plus-size sleepers. I got matched up to the Dusk Lux model, and again, it has changed my life. I used to never be able to sleep more than five or six hours in a row. Now I get a good night's sleep. Every night I'm on my Helix, and when I'm traveling, I miss it so much. You take the quiz, order the mattress. It comes shipped right to your door for free. Don't need to go to a mattress store again. The number one overall mattress pick for GQ, Wired, and Fightful Magazine. How about that? Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. A 10-year warranty, Robert. That's good. Eye contact. 10-year warranty. And here, how about this? They've got financing, flexible payment plans, and you get up to $200 off all mattress orders at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And you can try it 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it, they'll even come pick it up. I love helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Honestly, that's my next stop because I do sleep on memory foam and I do wake up feeling like shit. So that's my next stop. I I I remember I got my memory foam one on Amazon years ago and I was like, what a deal. And um, got what you paid for. Yeah, I got sciatica from it. I like got a lot of aches and I got a lot of pains. I had a lot of shoulder, like my shoulders were yeah. were like locked up all the time. And then I got on this helix and I was like, oh, okay, that's what it's about. Mark says, Robert wanting Cole to go to the finals. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you know this. Adam Cole is my favorite wrestler going today. 
I interviewed him a couple weeks ago, Robert. It's on youtube.com slash Fightful. Fantastic. I did the articles. Fantastic interview. It was a good time. Uh, he is definitely six feet tall. Jambeard says, give me Dax versus Kyle O'Reilly and Darby versus Hardy as first round matches. Also, I hope Keith Lee qualifies. I think all that sounds a lot of fun, to be honest with you. Listen, if Keith Lee qualifies, I think we need Keith Lee, Adam Cole, because Adam needs to break that curse. And Keith Lee could probably do with pouncing him into the front row again. And I love that wrestling history is AEW history. They will play off of that. BCC. (laughs) <laughs> beat the factory's ass. No, it was a hybrid factory. We got, we, yeah, we, yeah, it was, well, it was, no, it was the factory. No, it was the factory. Yeah, two sorry. For some reason in my head, I got it mixed up a little bit, but With it's always good to later. Yeah. Always good to watch QT Marshall get his ass whipped. That's always fun. Um, but Chris rain says, love that you got the pin here. Zach says, Jesus Christ on crutches. Yuda is over. I'll tell you why Yuda is over. Cause they got him over in a big ass match. And what have they done? They put him on screen with the two top baby faces, maybe in the company. And he's picking up the wins for that team for, sorry, I got the hiccups. I got the hiccups, Robert. You're so excited uh, about this. You got the hiccups. I am. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to mute myself for about 30 seconds, but Yuda got the win for the team. And I think that goes a long way. It does go a long way. You know what else goes a long way? Seeing Wheeler you to beat the holy hell out of the ogre-looking Camarado. And it's just a good time watching that dude get elbowed in the side of the head while Aaron Solo and QT Marshall are getting choked out by Brian and Mox. I loved it. This, this works for me. And Regal on commentary, I'm not on these Wednesday night shows as much, but my God, is that not the best thing going in AEW. And I love how he's like, well, job's over for tonight after they beat their asses. Oh, I loved it. Chris Rain says, I'll always pop at a man in a mask. Who yeah. doesn't? But uh, Jambeard says, I noticed Mox is ranked third. Have him win the TNT at the pay-per-view. Have Brian beat Gresham as well to make the BCC the stable of all the workhorse titles. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have Gresham just arbitrarily lose. He is signed to AEW ROH now, and I mean that's good for him because Gresham deserves it. But um, I think that'll be a little bit something else. I think maybe they might head in a tag run or trios titles whenever those come back or whenever those pop up. Because uh, Tony Khan told me uh, on a media call that he's more inclined to start those when Kenny does show up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I. I don't necessarily want Mox to get the TNT title yet. Although I do think a, a top name should get it this year, like a main eventer uh, should this year. I think Mox would be good, but maybe Mox goes for the Ring of Honor television title. Maybe Mox goes after Joe. I mean, that's a match. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's ever happened. You know? Yeah. Mox and Joe sounds like a lot of fun. I think they're in for something major at the pay-per-view. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a belt involved along the way. Sky Blue, Trish, Adora, and Willow against Jade, Velvet, and Kiara Hogan, the baddies. Listen, I'm, Jade Cargill is technically a hometown girl now. She has embraced the Lexington Legends baseball team. I'm all for her. She's wearing the jacket, all that stuff this week. Uh, so I'm happy to see that. Shot Kid says, sign Willow and Trish Adora. They should. Uh, I missed that. Is that for Rampage? Yes. Um, that's You know what, Sean? They need to sign Willow and Trishadora 
yesterday. So here's why I think they haven't. If WWE wanted to sign them, they would have by now. You know what I mean? Like they they would have signed them by now. Yeah, but the that's only the, to me that's not a good enough answer when these are I women know. that you need. I know, but here and I'm not. I'm. I said this was Wheeler Yuta too. Their only real competition right now is Impact for signing women because New Japan ain't signing women. What are they going to go to Wow? I doubt it. Like who wants to do that? Nobody in their right mind does. So that ROH is them. So if WWE doesn't want them, they have Impact to compete with, and obviously they can offer something better than what Impact can. Uh, MLW hasn't necessarily leaned heavily into signing women. I think that they should sign both of these women to hybrid AEW ROH deals. But I do understand why they're like, well, if we can get away with booking them without signing them like they did with Wheeler Yuta, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, but I mean, you're looking at someone like Willow might sign with MLW just to have pen to paper somewhere. You well, know? She, she left. She left there. So, I mean. Oh, well, that, well, that's better for AEW, but... I just, I really think, especially Trish, that's a really good women's roster that you need. Yeah. We've got uh, Hook and Danhausen face off for Rampage. Cool. Yeah, I asked that. Kate this on Friday. How long do you think they have with Hook until the meme over of Hook dissipates? Well, I don't think it's meme over anymore. I think he's you just think over. So? No, I think he's just over. Yeah, I hope so. I, I like Hook. I want to see him continue to grow. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, <laughs> I love the way that this House of Black death triangle thing played out. And I knew as soon as Abrahantes didn't take the mask off what was going on. I knew what was happening. I don't care. I was just happy to see it. Uh, we have the House of Black charging to the ring to go after him. But out comes Penta, and out comes a returning pack, and then out comes Alex Abrahantes, which then Ray Phoenix is finally back. Chris Rain says he's missed him so much. Who hasn't? Death Triangle, House of Black is going to be the most insane batshit stuff, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, no disrespect to Redbeard, Redbeard is great, yeah, but this is the match. We need to see. First of all, I'm glad Phoenix is healthy. His arm injury was gnarly. Um, just so happy he's there. And House of Black is so, so much fun. I love it. I, I Shot Kid says, I need Phoenix buddy match injected into my veins. That is going to be like a Rampage or Dynamite match that is going to get people talking when it happens. Yeah. Brent Lockman says, Fago is becoming Kenny from South Park of AEW. It's okay. He plays it really well. I was like, oh no, they're going to take off his mask for this angle. Like I, they got so close to it. I thought, oh no, they're going to do it. And they didn't Uh good swerve there. But I, I do like that. Abraham Tess was like, man, we told you to leave him alone. We told you to leave him alone. We tried to warn you. And I, yeah. I just think that works. You know, I think he's going to end up in a nice role. Now that Tay and Sammy are heel as their Brandon Cutler. And I hope. He's got a good, good future there. Oh, yeah. He he can play that really well, too, because he can be that obnoxious guy if he wants to be. Uh, Jambeard says, I love the fact that Phoenix is the light balance to Penta Black and Alex was in a split black and white suit. Great visual. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Mark says, 
Robert. Death Triangle is great. Have they considered making them Death Rhombus and adding Adam Cole? As you know leader? what? I think Adam Cole should be the leader of everything, okay? He's that good. Oh, my gosh. Rangers Mayhem says, figured Ray was going to be back on today with his match against Young Bucks for uh, Triple Mania, similar to Mox's return before the GCW match. Yeah, uh, maybe some right hand, left hand. Well, not right hand, left hand. It's two different two different arms and bodies and everything. Uh, if I were AEW, I'd want to coordinate that stuff and be like, hey, maybe don't announce this. We get this. to call them first. Yeah. Yeah, they need to start doing that. Or at least do it to where I can break the news before. That would I would appreciate that personally. FightfulSelect.com. Sawyer says, Phoenix said, it's me, Austin. Indeed it is. Zach Amon says, great show. Uh, great episode. Show went under the radar. Jeff Hardy's in the Owen. Ray Phoenix's return. Good to see AEW and Impact are on good terms again. Now, I just want to say, I don't have a damn clue what's up with Morrissey, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, and they didn't outright say his name. Anything can happen there. They did not. Have they outright said his name or posted? They have not. Again? They have been very clear. It's a mystery opponent. Okay. MJF is a piece of shit. Just remember that. He's a piece of shit. Uh, but Deanna Perrazzo will be there. I'll have some more on this uh, this weekend for sure because I am I am going to interview her in 14 hours. I'll be talking to her. Uh, I do know that this was set fairly recently, but Chris Rain says, so excited for Deanna Perrazzo to finally wrestle on Dynamite. Shot Kid says, next week, Mercedes Deanna, let's go. One hell of a show. Uh, Matt Reichel says, so stoked to be attending Dynamite next week to see Deanna and Mercedes. And Numlock says with Deanna, actually, we'll we'll wait on, on that, but Deanna gets announced. I mean, personally, I'm over the moon. She's one of my favorite workers, one of my favorite people in wrestling, period. But um, this this has been a long time coming. I mean, yeah, she passed up all in to go to WWE. A lot of people don't know how this worked out. Deanna was booked for all in. And she really wanted to continue to do it. And WWE, like she even asked to do it. And they said, well, yeah, but we'll have to put off your contract. And we can't guarantee you that if you do that show, that your contract will still be here. Not only would her contract have still been there three months later, she would have got paid double. Because that would have been after AEW were announced. And they would have paid her even more for what she was doing. And keep in mind, they didn't use her at all. She was never figured in to WWE plans whatsoever. So her not doing all in, who knows what that, that meant for her AEW future. As it turns out, her and her now fiance, Steve Macklin, their releases were the best things that could have possibly happened to them. Steve Macklin is stealing the show on, on impact events. Deanna Perrazzo is always a champion of some degree and now we're getting the unification bout. I think Mercedes is going to win this because she signed AEW. Look at the booking of Supercard. Ain't hard to figure out this math problem. Uh, yeah, what are you looking I, for I out think, of this, Robert? I think Deanna Perrazzo, very much in the way I think of Adam Cole, I think of Deanna Perrazzo. I think she's the best thing in wrestling. I was so happy to see her name come up on screen. I think it is obvious that Mercedes is winning because... Look at all of Ring of Honor's champions right now. They're all yeah. contracted. And that is what it is. But I can't wait to see her because I know she'll steal whatever time she gets. And 
I just hope we get anything, even if it's a bump in the hallway with her and Baker, because they talk about it in every single interview they do. Doesn't matter the outlet, doesn't matter the day of the week. They talk about wanting to work each other. Somebody says, peace out, guys. Too much insider information for you. Love you guys. Buddy, I hate to tell you, don't know what you're here for. <laughs> but thank you for the support. Thank you for the view. Please leave a thumbs up on your way out. We would greatly appreciate it. Somebody says, Deanna's gone from Impact? No, no. That was never said at all, anyway, at all. Um, but let's talk about the other Impact situation. Um Lance Archer versus Wardlow happens tonight. First off, let's talk about that match so we can set this up because this match was outstanding. Holy cow. This this ruled. This was Wardlow showing off some cruiserweight skills at some point. Um, a go-behind into a roll, a front roll. He did a Hurricane Rana. Lance Archer dived to the outside. This match was like... The, the thing is... Dynamite was sandwiched with two really wild matches. And then right in the middle, they had this, and then they had Sheeta and Deeb. Like, this show was nope. stacked full of stuff, still full of fun stuff. Mr. Black Soul says, looks like this war pig can fly. Chris Rain says, this guy is a star. Southwood uh, says, my God, Wardlow looked so fast in this match. Great to see him wrestle someone bigger so we can show off that part of his game. The Hurricane Rana was sick. This shocked me robert and i loved it he showed the the agile side of his work yeah i was more surprised with the rana than i was with the swanton because like i grew up watching sean o'hare i know big guys can flip you know but her rana i want to say i'm surprised but i've gone through a lot of wordlow interviews where he says all i ever wanted to do was be the third hardy boy so he got to show a little bit of that tonight and i hope he continues to do it in the future because that's what people want to see that's where the business is going and that's what fans will come for i love it 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 works so well uh this match was so much fun so much fun and it was exactly what it needed to be when he got up lance archer for the first powerbomb with ease i was like damn look at that and then he had three more yeah. Three more. I, I wouldn't have expected the full symphony, but Mike, he's going to hit Maxwell with like 20, right? Like that has to be where we're yeah. going. Cause if he can hit Archer with 10, no problem. Max isn't going to be an <laughs> issue to get up. Oh, this was a blast. I loved all about, uh, I, this was just so much fun. This is the perfect thing to have on this show. Uh, just wonderful. And then backstage MJF makes a call. And he implies that it is the former big cast, W. Morrissey. Now, if you guys remember, last year, I had reported that W. Morrissey's contract was coming up. and He had a big asking price. Uh, I And ever since then, I've had a lot of people say, did he ever sign? Did he ever sign? I never got an answer. I never got an answer for that. But he was there this past week. Um, Chris Rain said, sign me up for Morrissey Wardlow. Baller Lasagna says, I'm just going to say it'd be wicked MJF move to tease Morrissey and bring in Enzo instead. I don't think he'd bring in Enzo because he wants somebody that he thinks would be. He wants someone up. that's going to kick Wardlow's ass. I yes. don't think it'll be Enzo. Yes. I, I Listen, the tease was Morrissey, but up until he said you can't teach that, 
My mind went to tall Paul. Also, Tom. I just want to say, yes, exactly. Fantastic rib to bring W. Morrissey in the week after Pat Buck gets hired. And yeah. if you know, you know, because Pat Buck had to handle some business with W. Morrissey once upon a time. Unfortunately, Morrissey's in a much better place now. He looks like he's in great shape. But MJF did not say Morrissey. He did not say Cass. He implied it. Just remember that. And please remember that MJF is a gigantic piece of shit. Also, he offered the man six figures for one match. And I know, listen, Paul Paul will turn heel for one match just for big money. Matt Cardona is taller than Wardlow. The six figures that MJF is offering? Six action figures. You know what? I hope I hope it's that. Sawyer says Morrissey's a fun surprise, but I hope MJF brings in Jeff Cobb to take on Wardlow before this is done. I would normally say he's under New Japan contract, but doesn't much matter. Numlock says with Morrissey and Deanna appearing, does this mean the Impact AEW relationship is back on? Deanna was going to appear no matter what. I know there were some back and forth regarding this. I will find out more on this. FightfulSelect.com will have the news. Today we had news on the Wrestling Code and uh, Impact Wrestling and why that didn't happen and why Impact pulled their wrestlers and a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. That was interesting. We had big news last week about the AEW game coming a lot sooner than anyone thought. And then they're doing a big reveal next Wednesday. Well, how about this? Before next Wednesday, I'm going to post another update on FightfulSelect.com. Fantastic. Josh Weaver says, do you think they'll actually bring Enzo with Morrissey next week? Or was the catchphrase just for the pop? I I think it's worth gauging. I, I mean... What, what, how would that work? I don't know. Uh, those, those that I've spoken to that have worked with Enzo the last three years or so have uh, said that he has been really easy to deal with and that he shows up and he does his work and he's wrestled a lot more lately. Like he's wrestled, uh, I want to say about 10, 15 matches over the last five or six months. So he's in the ring fairly regularly. He's working like, 10 to 15 minute matches as well. Brent says, put MJF Wardlow match on YouTube, 24 hour feed, have him power bomb him for a few days. Yes. I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted during the pandemic, Robert, when there were no fans for it to either be a delayed suplex or a Cesaro swing where they go to a commercial and it starts and then they stop during the commercial, but nobody knows it. And then you come back and it's still going on. I would love I would love like the Brock powerbomb, the Jericho powerbomb where they hold onto the wrist and you do it over and over and over. I wish that could happen. Jambeard says that before the can't teach that line, I thought it was tall Paul. Yeah. But I was hoping for a one-off of Hammerstone because didn't he used to team with MJF in MLW? Yeah, yes. but I, I think at this point he would probably go with Holiday because of the heel approach. But I don't, I don't know if AEW and MLW are on those kinds of terms now. So, I wouldn't mind a dynasty. I, I did enjoy the dynasty, and I think Hammerstone, as much as I know he's very loyal to MLW, he deserves a bit Fair. of a 
Twitter platform. Jay Mills says, Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cast, next week on Dynamite. I'll be there in person. My first AEW event. Going to a fundraising event the night before featuring FTR, Rosa, Cole, Hobbs. Super stoked. Uh, I can tell you that, uh, personally, Adam Cole is like the nicest person ever. Thunder Rosa does so much great charitable stuff. Also, I want to shout out Elijah Burke. I put this on uh, some people's radar this week after uh, Kane's tweet, but Elijah Burke has been feeding the homeless in uh, Jacksonville for almost 10 years. Go to the Love Alive charity on Twitter and make a donation. Anything helps. This man is constantly going to Goodwill, buying clothes for people. Uh, he, he, Of course, he takes donations and stuff. At the end of the day, he's swiping his personal uh, debit card and, and helping feed and clothe these people. So um, if you've been to, Sh- to Jacksonville, you know that there is – there is uh, an awful, there's a huge homeless population there. So uh, please help out any way that you can there. Mark says, if Enzo makes an appearance <laughs> and somehow Simon Gotti's making an appearance to bury him. Yeah. You know, no matter what I'm looking at, that comes up on my YouTube feed no matter what. Did I ever tell you what Simon Gotch said to me backstage at the clusterfuck? What's that? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He goes, what are you doing out there tonight, man? And I was like, just trolling, healing. He's like, I'll tell you what you can do. Pull your dick out and start beating it because it's the only thing they haven't seen. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, buddy, it's a, called the clusterfuck. What do you expect? <laughs> I was like, okay, why not? Uh, Rob says, paying $2 to say Vontae Mack, no matter what. The the legend Chadwick Boseman. Like, just the, the, the utter legend that that man was. 
Um, Draft Day, as unrealistic as that movie is, I love it. It's so stupid that I love it. It was 2014. Chadwick Boseman was 38 years old, and he played a 22-year-old NFL draftee, and I did not question it. Yeah, I didn't even question it. This well, you man. said it. He's the legend. I know he's great. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, Vontae Mack. No matter what, um, I watch that movie every year ahead of the NFL draft. I love it. Uh, shout out to our friend Robert as well. Uh, I've got a, a video to send you for your project, Robert. Don't you worry. It is not me taking my dick out and beating it during the clusterfuck. That'd be a hell of a blood sport strategy for uh, finding (laughs) out. Jesus Christ. Uh, Ronald Hollick said, would love a faction of punk FTR and Brian Pillman Jr. called the American Heart Association. (laughs) Davey Boy Smith Jr. too. There you go. Mark Losper says, Robert, if Deanna and Cole had an intergender match, who would you barrack for? Uh, you know, I think Diana might be a better bell-to-bell wrestler, but Adam Cole probably still win because he's just the best in the world. There you go. Team Taz confronts Jurassic Express. I love yeah. this. Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs think they're the baddest dudes there are after after their win. So why wouldn't they go up and challenge these guys? They're not afraid of these guys. They're like, give us this match. We want the titles. Let's do it. And then. Hey, honestly, Sean, they don't need to be afraid of anything. Exactly. Will Hobbs is raw power. And Ricky Starks is the epitome of what a sports entertaining professional wrestler is. Honestly. Listen, I was going to take Friday completely off. And I tuned in to watch him call Hobbs and Swerve and Lee a broke ass Keenan and Kel. I had to. He is the best talker right now. He is money. He's wonderful. I, I just, just rules. Um, I'm over the Luchasaurus bah, thing. Come on, man. I I enjoyed Christian basically saying, you know, you sound like a loser because you are, or whatever he said. He said, you called Jungle Boy a loser. So we're getting closer. I can't wait. Who do you Christian think turns though? Turning. Is it Christian turning or is it Jungle Boy turning? I think it's got to be Christian. I, I still think there's money in oh, Christian and Chris Jericho as a tag team. I just hope they want to do that before they retire. Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so. Grayman says, uh, why would MJF work with Richard Holiday when he's currently messing with that subpar journalist that disputed MJF's legend? Cosmic Fireball returns. You mean Alicia Atute, who I did an interview with? Uh, this Friday, who confirmed my report that she had signed a new MLW deal. Her? Yes, yeah, so how's that for subpar? There's nothing subpar about Alicia, dude. There you go. She's wonderful. Mark Losper says, if Kip Sabian didn't come back to his hometown, when is he going to come back? Uh, is his contract going to run out while he has a box on his head? What do you mean, his hometown? What do you... He's not from the United States. He's from England, friend. Like, I don't know what you mean. Chris Rain says, Jamie Hayter cracked me up when she peeked under Britt's shirt after Ruby's comment. Uh, We have Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, Britt saying, we're not getting physical here. Don't worry. 
Uh, Ruby Riot shows up. They're they're trolling Tony Storm, but she can't be arsed. I gotta say, Britt saying, "Oh, we're gonna visit your home and catering." I thought that was a good line. Uh, but yeah. this was harmless, easy stuff. Yeah. It's good to see Ruby on TV. I'm glad Tony is consistently on TV. I think the match with Britt will be a very good one. They've been in the ring before. I know they've been dying to get in the ring again. And I gotta say, Britt Baker is a top-notch wrestler. And uh, that that uh, Shawn Michaels parody shirt that she was rocking, I had to go to eBay yesterday to pick that up, Shawn. Someone alerted me that that was even a thing. And I gotta tell you, as big a fan as, of I am as Adam Cole, I love Britt Baker. I think when she gets in the ring with Tony, it's going to be fantastic. Impeccable style, by the way. Jambeard says, not connected to anything on this show, but I'd love to see a stable of Abaddon, Heidi Huitzer, or Max the Impaler in AEW. If they knew how to book them, those types of things sound good. And then it's like, well, what do you do with them? After the initial, wow, they look wild. You got to have a plan. Max the Impaler, I really enjoyed in, in ROH, though. Abaddon has worked her ass off uh, getting in shape, uh, working harder, all that stuff. Uh, so uh, shout out to her for that as well. We've got a bunch of super chats still about Wardlow and Archer. Gordon says that Wardlow did the swanton against Cody in the cage. That's a good shout. Zach says, just quit my toxic job for a healthier situation. Celebrate by sharing some cash and love with you guys. Don't pr- know if I prefer my big meaty men to bump meat or do flippy shit. What a spectacle Archer and Wardlow match was. To me, here's here's... Here's my first off. Congrats on quitting your toxic job. Oh, yeah. That is incredible. Always find what you love. However, I remember like hearing all the oh, fight like a big man, wrestle like a big man. What what does that mean? If you can do it, do it. However, there is some vi- advice that I think is useful. Kevin Nash, it, all of his shoot interviews are great, but he remembered um, a couple of instances. One was him doing a sunset flip. And it was the worst looking one ever. On Bob Backlund. Yes. Imagine that. Yes. And then there was one where he did a leapfrog. And the Undertaker said, why are you avoiding contact with people? You should hope that people run into you. That's where I think it should be employed. Wrestle like a big man. If somebody is going to bounce off of you, let them bounce off of you. But if you are physically able to do that stuff, why would you not? Like NBA players... Like if, if, if you're a center in the NBA and you can shoot the three ball, you're going to shoot the three ball. That's just the way that it is. You want to be as versatile as possible. Um, but I think and, we're and, in a and, cool and era I, I want to address this. Hidden Eagle says, all due respect, Kevin Nash uses it a cop out because he isn't talented enough to do the non big guy stuff. That's bullshit. Man played NCAA division one ball. He was very athletic. He was incredibly athletic. He got very smart early on. Uh, in fact, there were some spots that uh like he's he's done i want to say the the dive over the top rope he's pulled that off before like he'll pull off arm drags and stuff when he did the x division gimmick he would pull out like a lot of slick moves like that just to show you that he could but um there you go yeah i mean kevin nash doesn't need to do a plancha but you know if he's wrestling mabel like he's still pull out a plancha (laughs) yeah 
Mark Losper says, didn't watch the match, but it's worth noting that Archer's had incredible matches with everyone he's been in the ring with. Props to him. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Adam said Nash did the dive over the top <laughs> on Mabel back in the day when it made sense. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you guys, don't sleep on 94, 95 Diesel. I am telling you guys, go back and watch that. I know that era has a lot of like negative connotation because they were like, oh, here's a trash man and here's a, a guitar player. There was some batshit crazy stuff in 1995 WWF. Package pile drivers on Raw and stuff. Like, it was wild. Eloquence says, donated to Elijah Burke yesterday. Recommended. Thank you so much for doing that. Board Dude says, listen here, you pancake-eating ma-fucka. This is a pretty solid dynamite. First off, I like waffles a lot more than pancakes. French toast is my preferred breakfast. <sighs> Uh, cinnamon toast, my dude. No, that's a cinnamon good. toast. He says, FTR almost brought me to tears. Wardlow and Archer was nuts. Can't wait for Deanna and Mercedes. I want to know why you think I eat um, pancakes instead. But Super Elite versus the Blondes, Nightmare Family, and Dante. They won. Here you yeah. go. They won. Imagine this, that. They, this is what happened. Uh, Adam Cole, ya boy. Going full Lex Luger Super Bowl Saturday. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. He was having fits with this shirt with no sleeves at all. It was the highlight of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, this, this is fine. They're they're kind of dragging it out because they've been fighting for a while. They're waiting on Kenny. They're waiting on Kenny. I do hope he's available for Forbidden Door. But I enjoyed the four-person knee and then the boom at the end and they all put on the undisputed elite shirt so it looks like they're all one happy family right now did you think that young bucks begrudgingly did it or they were like hell yeah we're on the same page let's do it how did you take their reaction to that because to me it was tough to decipher which that was and i like that you never know because when they joined when Kenny turned heel and they joined him, they were feuding with Callus the entire way through. And then they just decided, I guess we'll just be friends with Kenny again. Yeah. You never know where they're coming from. I think it's all big swerve. I think they're going to say, you know, undisputed sucks. We beat undisputed in the Wednesday night war, but we are waiting on Kenny. So maybe there's a little bit of ways to go. Yeah. Uh, Kenny had all kinds of work done. And I asked Adam Cole, I was like, man, this is a guy who had to have his sinuses done, knees done. He didn't have his shoulders surgically repaired. He's trying to avoid that. But sports hernia, like, and he had vertigo on top of all that. He's he's insane. I'm glad he was able to wrestle as well as he was, as safe as he did. But, yeah. you know, it's crazy that he was certainly even out there. Grayman says, with the Lucha Brothers return, do you think they'll be booked against JX, uh, FTR, House of Black, or something more shocking? How hot will wrestling be this summer? It's House of Black. They're going into a program with them. They're going to have a lot of singles matches leading to uh, the tag matches and all that. But, uh, man, I keep on forgetting to put the new Fightful Magazine overlay. This is last month or the last edition. We got Hook on the cover this time. Go to FightfulMag.com. I feel like I should be promoting that that more. But Hook is on the cover. We got articles on Jade Cargill, Roman Reigns and his WrestleMania experience, Cody Rhodes, 
Uh, Brock Lesnar and the breath of fresh air that he's had it had as a babyface. Also, a very unique look in the retro gaming section, uh, which is uh, about a Game Boy Color beat-em-up game, uh, which was a lot of fun. Also, the mailbag is focused on Fightful Overbooked, as if they needed more stuff to do. Uh, but we had Fightful Overbooked personalities answer questions in the mailbag. Fightfulmag.com. The JAS promo. Uh, I didn't give a damn what JAS said before because it only mattered once Eddie, Santana, and Ortiz came out. And we have got to be getting closer to two more people joining them. Yeah, have they got made to it be. very clear. Yes. Three on five. Three on five. They they hammered this in. This was like a WWE style hammered into your head. There is a numbers game at play here. This was a lot of fun. Jericho says, I'm putting a hit out on you three, and Kingston throws shit. He's like, where I come from, that means you're killing somebody. Do you plan on killing me? Because you better get the job done if you try it. Also, Daniel friggin' Garcia. Now, at the risk of him posting a meme saying, stop dick riding, um, he was hilarious. He plays the guy with no personality who's trying to have one thing so well because like that was that that was that's always the assumption before people that aren't educated see him on the mic they're like no personality if you know daniel garcia you know he's got a lot of personality however i love that his personality has been that stupid ass hat that he's got that dumbass hat that he's got it's fantastic and he talked all that shit it was like from my brother and me like what are you gonna do hit me hit me hit me and he didn't get hit i loved the in-ring it was so much fun robert it was kingston getting in jericho's face as jericho's sitting down and almost falling backwards out of his chair as you know kingston's just reading in the riot act this is why people love eddie kingston he's raw he's gritty he's real you believe that when he says where i come from when they say put a head out on you, you better get the job done. And he's probably been in that scenario once in his life. I love Eddie Kingston and Jericho being the over the top sports entertainer who suddenly knows how to make fire come out of his hands. John uh, is just amazing. <sighs> this was uh, a really great promo. And then after we see them laying out, uh, Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston backstage. So this was, you got to call in reinforcements. They did the flash paper spot, which I mean, personally to me, I think that Eddie Kingston probably loved doing that spot. Oh yeah. He's an old school guy. He's he's a Memphis guy in particular. And that's straight Jerry Lawler, Memphis fireball. I popped big the fireball my wife was watching me and she's like holy shit what was that like she's not seen anything like that before. right and that's it, true when do they really do that in wrestling now it looked really good yeah mike preventure says never forget kingston killed a child at impact the child survived just so you know uh the Listen, child james storm tried to kill mickey james in impact yes. and he's still wrestling just fine on the indies wrestled about 10 minutes from my house he wrestled at the venue where jesus golf is robert Amazing. The famous Jesus golf. Alex Zane is there this Friday. I love me some Sova says perfectly manicured eyebrows. LOL. Uh, Mark says, 
Uh, we know Homicide and Easy Force. Clearly, they need to defend that they considered Adam Cole. <laughs> you know what, Adam Cole? He's there. I would really, I'd get him in every segment of every show if I could. Listen, I'm ready for them to dust off Machete. Like, that. that's a deep, deep cut. No pun intended. You but... think, is he still working? No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I don't think he's worked in 15 years. Really? Um, yeah, I think he retired in like 2008. I liked him though. I thought That's he fit wild. in. I thought he fit in like really, really well with LAX. Apollo was back good. Then. I liked Apollo. Um, but other members of LAX having homicide. He needs to be here. Homicide, yeah. Hernandez, uh, Hernandez, a little long in the tooth, but I think he could get it done. He was working. He's 49, but he I finally think- left Impact. Like. Yeah, not that he, long ago. He was on a handshake deal. He told me that he was on a handshake deal, and he said he promised his wife he wouldn't go back. But uh, also, uh, Grand Apollo was was one briefly who, gosh, he looked like a million bucks back in the day. They ain't bringing him in. Uh, gosh, who well, else? Where's Anarchia? There? You remember Anarchia? Hector, I remember Anarchia. What's he doing? Um, I don't. Was Anarchia ever in? He was in the the Chavo. No, he's in the Hernandez led Mexican America. I think. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he wasn't quite in there. And I mean, if you're bringing in Anarchy, you might as well just bring in Hernandez, right? But if we're like going based on if we're going based on the hard and fast rule, it's LAX. Like yeah. you know, uh, Daga was in it for a hot minute, but he ain't coming. He ain't coming in there. Um. Low key probably ain't coming in. Yeah, I was gonna, look, bell to bell, I like low key, but I'm guessing he's not coming. If if so for me, I'd probably do homicide and Hernandez. Yeah, I think that's a safe way to to go about it. Um, yeah, maybe bring in Shelly Martinez to. I'd be, be really nice person. Uh, we've got we got Tom Lavalley saying this one is for the hashtag aw galaxy uh and shot kid says he's a proud member of the aw galaxy here well there you go uh chris rain says diamante tweeted out three on five hmm i mean yeah it would make an awful lot of sense to have her involved with it too mark losper says they'll never do it but a real easy way to do intergender without intergender would be get diamante as the fifth i love diamante too yeah and she deserves a spot Sawyer says they burned Eddie's perfect eyebrows. You know, I feel like they're manicured so close to the skin. They probably didn't burn. You know what I mean? They couldn't catch. Listen, those New York barbers, they get it done, Sean. They do. Nathan DePaul says, Yas are street magicians, evil street magicians. That's a great, great way to put it. They look like it. Daddy magic, man. Rerun says, I just look at cool and the Ange and daddy magic, Matt, and laugh every time. The Yas just work for them. They do, and they work really well for Daniel Garcia, too. As Jambeard says, he's looking like an early 2000s douchebag. Just needs a monster energy drink to complete the look. He needs to start wearing everything Triple H wore back then. I think like, he's just looking at, you know, photos of Limp Biscuit or Crazy Town and going, all right, what can I pull today? Crazy Town. Oh, my God. Shifty shell shock. He's going to dress like him next. Jambeard says, as long as it's not low-key, then I'll be happy. Funny story about low-key. We sarcastically paid David Bixenspan to sit in on 
low keys webinar one time. There were three people in that webinar. There was Bix, a troll, and a plant that Loki had to ask questions. That story is on our website. It is worth checking out. That that sounds like a good time, Sean. Yes. Grayman Media says, SRS, did you see, you see blood and guts happening this summer? Yas and LAX. Maybe, but also maybe... Um, Elite, yeah, elite and undisputed era as well could could be. Also, okay. Bullet Club, Bullet Club exists. I mean, we've got undisputed elite, we've got Bullet Club. I'd probably do that just because when else are you gonna get the chance to? If Hangman loses the title, Hangman helping his old friends could be an interesting approach as well. Rerun says too much awesome. Daniel Garcia is the top ten sports entertainment. Thank you for all the work you do. He's fantastic. He really He's is. He's so good. Jimmy says, "What's going? who's going to join Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana? Well, I think we kind of answered that one. Uh, yeah. I think it's Homicide and Hernandez. But now that I think about it, if they didn't want to hire anybody or bring anyone in as a one-off, uh, Mox and Brian are just sitting right there, and they don't yeah. like sports entertainers. Yeah, and that could translate into BCC versus them for uh, the blood and guts. I'll tell you who I actually, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be Darby and Sting because it feels like they're the go-to, like, sure, we'll help you type of guys. I want it to be somebody different. And they wouldn't fit, really. Exactly. I, I hope it's not them. Jambeard says, give Garcia a fanny pack. Hey, buddy, fanny packs are in. You can go to shop.fightful.com and legitimately, we have a badass fanny pack there. Like, it is a cheat code for when you are going through the airport. Because then you don't have to worry about phones going in and out of your pocket and all that stuff. Check out shop.fightful.com. We got a ton of merch over there. I'm going to add some uh, new uh, summer designs as well. But like, I- I'm just going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up right now. Let's let's take a look. Let me screenshot that right there. And it's very good quality as well. Like, top of the line, shop.fightful.com. You got quality. a booty pro. You got, you got butt cheeks. On that website. Got butt cheeks on that shirt. But look at that. Look at that fanny pack right there. Isn't that magnificent? I don't know who that woman is. Sawyer says, love Daddy Magic's intro to Yas's entrance before Judas, updating the number of weeks each time. It's it's such a good approach. It's so good. Mark says, SRS is a plug master. No cap. Unbelievable. That's what they say. That's what she said. Kylie says, awesome dynamite, awesome people reviewing it. Always lovely to see Robert, and you're pretty too, cool too, Sean. Well, look at that. Robert's, Thank Robert's you. got fans. Thank Robert's you. got fans. I do. Chris Chris asks if the figure's going to be on Shop Fightful. I hope not. You know, hope legitimately, not. though, seeing myself on the back of a Hasbro box was not something I expected today, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Drawn by Lou Fisto. I, all things I, I would have never imagined. Unreal. I, I met her in person. I was technically in the same match as her at the clusterfuck, but uh, she was wonderful. Jambeard says, do you think the Owen winners should get a title shot like the old King of the Rings used to? Yes, absolutely. They should get something. Richie Southwood says, Eddie Kingston is a national treasure. I know he doesn't need the belt to be over, but I wish he could have a run with some title. 
maybe ROH. Um, I think eventually he does. And I think it's a big, like, confetti falling type of moment. I think at some point he defeats heel CM Punk for the world title. Yeah. Preferably in Arthur Ashe. Shotkit says if MLW is open to working with U.S. companies, Danny Limelight and Slice Boogie would be a cool addition. They would be, but Limelight was sort of let go of a from AEW last year. So, and that's um, also like, I'd rather Homicide and Hernandez. I feel like there's yes. more name value there. Also, work out a deal and get the LAX name already. Like, please, yeah. just go ahead. Mark Losper says Adam Cole. Look, Kate and Alex are great and all, but have you considered having Robert on? Now. If anything like that ever happened, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Adam Cole, legitimately best wrestler in the world. Sky Singe says, I love sports entertainers and pop every time. You can say what you want. Jericho gets it all over. AEW Galaxy will probably be a top-selling shirt on PWTs. Listen, no matter where you get it and and how you get it over, NordVPN.com is there for you. You know what? Maybe you want to watch Ozark this weekend, but you're geo-blocked. <sighs> Nobody likes that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful as you covered. There's a UFC pay-per-view, not this weekend, but next weekend. You can subscribe to services overseas with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and save a whole lot of money. So much, you'll effectively be paying for this service in the savings. And that's 70% off your, your deal, an additional month free. And how about this 30-day money-back guarantee? Just in case you don't like it, you can't figure it out which is very easy to use you just change your virtual location with one click browse safely secure securely with their threat protection block online trackers block annoying pop-up ads block malware you don't want that malware it's terrible not only that but i don't know if you've seen flights lately but the flight prices are insane that's why i'm not going to vegas you can avoid price discrimination. I can tell you that uh, when I checked with NordVPN, when I turned it on, I was able to find uh, flights that were significantly cheaper, made me actually uh, a little bit tempted to make the trip. Not only that, but it's the fastest VPN in the world. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, you Using the, the UK VPN, also, as Hidden Eagle mentions, Better Call Saul. Uh, you can get the new episode weekly, so you don't have to sub to an American streaming site. There's so yeah, many why options. Would you? Why, why would you sub to an American streaming site? It's pointless. It's pointless. Nord Honestly, VPN. NordVPN, I used it well before we got sponsored. They are the best VPN. They are. They are. They've made an incredible investment in us. So um, please, uh, please subscribe and check them out. And if you don't, why don't you uh, hit them up on Twitter? Let them know that you heard about them from us. Graham says to Pop Robert, Jeff Jarrett managing Adam Cole. You know, so here's the thing. I love me some Double J. I'm not against that at all. I love Jeff Jarrett. I think this would be great. Somebody says, why is Wardlow versus Brock Anderson in the description? It seems so much worse than what we got. I don't know why that was in the description. I have no clue. I must Apparently have been... you just had, you have a death wish for Brock Anderson. I, I was I was looking at something else and I accidentally typed that. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> GM Beard says A to B Galaxy can be influenced to GFY. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what you're proving with that comment? Everything he says gets over because look G- what you just did. GFY got over. Now, um, 
he got GFY over, but it wasn't when I said that it wasn't going to work. It was not going to work as a baby face. It had to be as a heel. Yeah, it got over. Deeb and Cheetah got over. Okay, I oh don't want to see these. Uh, this was great. I don't want to see him wrestle again for a long time. I don't think they will. And this yeah, was same. a barn burner match. I know everybody loves I the loved it. Uh, Britt Baker Thunder Rosa uh, unsanctioned, but I think this was probably more vicious and more just gnarly and everything they did had intent this was everything people are asking for from women's wrestling so uh this was this got time it was violent deeb is so ready to be the next challenger Mm. for thunder rosa i love it uh the singapore cane shots the kendo stick shots going repeatedly uh being the story of this match i think worked the crowd was like, we want tables. And then they're like, you know, I think we're all right. Match. Yeah, I think we're, <laughs> we're, we're all right. Uh, there was one particular kendo stick shot that I loved. And it's when Deeb bumped off of it. Because you don't see a lot of people bumping off of kendo stick shots. And it made it look great. The powder in the eyes was such a good, like how many people have you said, heard say that like Serena is like the, the Bret Hart of uh, the women's division? It was a very like 90s thing to do, like throwing the powder in the eyes and all that. The finish. I just adored this finish. You have the, the first off, detox is such an amazing move. Uh, I wish I saw it more. But the old tequila sunrise is what I'll always call it. Yeah. And Serena being like, I know I can just hold on to this move as long as I want. But no, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to destroy you. So that didn't get it done. So she just destroyed, destroyed Sheeta's knee. Uh, and then one with the Texas Cloverleaf, one of my favorite moves of all time. I'm all in on this. Uh, yeah. The smashing the knee on the chair when I honestly thought, okay, she'll just tap because the rope break didn't break it. No, she made it clear. I may be a heel, but I'm no chicken shit. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to, squeak out a victory i win and like you said i don't need to see them wrestle for quite a while but this match was so good and i said pocket sand you know when she went out to get the water to clear her eyes that's when i just looked at kip sabian sitting there and i was like is he gonna get up is this where he does something like there i couldn't take my eyes so off of him I and he's there too often to not have a plan like, I wonder if his deal got renewed. Because if not, it'd be up in like a few days, I would imagine. Um, but Serena Deeb has now won eight straight matches in AEW. Uh, it, it, hey, if you want to include Terminus, she's won nine in a row. But other than Hikaru Shida, <clears throat> I'm trying to look back at the last time she lost on AEW TV. And it's a long-ass time ago, Robert. Um, yeah. I mean, she lost time for her. Yeah, she lost on NWA TV to Camille as a part of that that exchange. But I'm looking right now and on AEW TV, the last person to beat Serena Deeb beside Sheeta was Riho in February 2021. Yeah, yeah, she's overdue a title shot. And it looks like they had Rosa watching. It looks like that's where they're going to go. I honestly want to see her win. You know, 
Yeah. Rose is great, but with Rose, the money's in the chase. I think Steve is a great fighting champion. Jambeard says Fuji would be proud of that power powder throw. Yeah. I, I don't think it would take much to make Fuji proud. That man was demented. Uh, Chris Rain says the knee breaker on the chair by Deeb hurt me. I just love the execution um, and and just how violent how violent the intentions are from Serena Deeb. And Sheeta has been just so good. I, I'm ready. I, I, I want to see what she does next. Like, where do you go with her after this? Maybe Owen Hart tournament? Yeah. Got to go deep in that tournament, I think. Because Serena's not going to be in it. So, Brendan says, love Sheeta Deeb. They always get the crowd into it. Looking forward to this match. But I wish they'd give uh, Rosa more screen time. Me too. I would like to see Rosa... I mean, I understand right now. She she had straight up told me she wasn't taking many indies anymore to the point to where she vacated the the Warrior title, and she hasn't been wrestling nearly as much. She wrestled Nyla Rose. She wrestled Trisha Dora at Mission Pro, and that was it in April. She didn't wrestle yeah. anymore, and that's unlike her to like go six weeks and have two matches. Might prevent Maybe her- she's resting up to make sure that the next major match, she can go 100%. Yeah. Mike Preventer, too, says it always kills, uh, or AEW always kills it with their women's matches, but it feels like the crowd would have been more into the feud if it wasn't on the back burner for a month after Sheeta made her fiery comeback. Women's storyline pacing needs to be better. You won't get any arguments from me there. Mark says, yeah. Rosa is way too positive a story and way too, a- way too over to take the belt off of her. Uh, let her go all over the place, killing people, defending it. I would like that too, but it seems like they haven't really known much what to do with Thunder Rosa now that she she reached the zenith. And it's like, well, now what? It is that that common booking that you see. People are white hot, then they win it, and it's like, well, what do you do with them now? Well, I know. You know what Steve you do. Austin was crazy over. He's still crazy over. I watched him come back this year at Mania. He was only champion ever three months at a time. He never had long reigns because. Once you get to the mountaintop, what do you do? I know, let's put them back down so they can fight their way up. Yeah. Brent Lockman says, Bree Adib feels like what Rosa needs, a credible built-up threat. Feud should be awesome. Yeah, I completely agree. Todd says, Sheeta, the face, loses two out of three to Deeb, in addition to Deeb costing her the TBS tournament match, putting her out of mat- uh, action for months, and taps out in the return match. Way to make your longest reigning champ look like a do- joke. I despise the women's booking. I completely disagree with this. I, I can't disagree with this more. Uh, the she, thing is, they're not making her look... Like she wasn't like a some... joke. She had a hard-fought match in, right. a, in a physical, violent feud. Sometimes good wrestlers lose to other good wrestlers. Yeah. And this is... Although I will say, overall, the women's booking does need help. This is one instance where I'll say... She just lost to the better woman, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with this at all. I I do not think that they made her look like a joke at whatsoever. Like, I'm I'm a bit flabbergasted by that. Like, there's plenty to criticize about the AEW uh, women's booking, but I, I just don't think that this is one of them. Ricardo says Deeb's clover leaf looks masterful. Yeah. Yes, it does. And, and I'm willing to bet she didn't need it, but I bet she got the okay from Malenko. Um, Grayman asks off topic who should the Bengals draft first? 
I think they might go with, based on what I've seen, I think Andrew Booth might be somebody that they, they end up taking. I think that that could be, that could be one. Main event. So there was, there was a lot to like about this. There was, there were some minor criticisms. First off, I just want to say no selling that, that last ladder spot. Mm -hmm. I do not like, I Mm -hmm. do not like that. No selling Paige Van Zandt's body punches. I do not like that. The rest of this I thought was a lot of fun. Robert Scorpio Sky is the AEW TNT champion again. This was a good match. I'm glad Sky gets a even more grandiose win. I my big problem here, there's too much going on. And by the end of it, if you're gonna know sell a barbed wire ladder bump, yes, just to get up and get casually pushed off the ladder, there's no need. Stay on the barbed wire, or if you're not sticking to it, sell it while you're down and let the guy get the belt. So maybe what I would have done was have Sammy like bounce on the rebound. Like he gets thrown into the ladder and he kind of bounces back into the ladder that was standing. I think that would have made a lot more sense. Uh, Otherwise, uh, Graham B says, how do you know sell 10 seconds of Paige Van's ant body shots? I thought her punches looked really good too. Um, we have Paige and, and Ty Conti getting involved here. What, what did you think of their involvement in all this? It was fine. It really seemed like all you needed was Paige comes out and chases her off and then they're gone. Maybe, you know, a kick to the gut and she scurries off to the back. They were a little too involved in this for me and they kept coming back for more. It seems like they were trying to serve too many masters here, you know? That being said, I like the hot potatoing of the title. I know I some people too. I know some people don't and they're like, "Oh, devalues." Says who? This was exciting. It was fun. There was a story behind it. There was a double turn executed. They set up a Page Van Zant Ty Conti match. They got a a title change. They had a almost a quadruple quintuple turn. Yeah. Robert, like there are like five people that turned. I think the only person who didn't turn was Dan Lambert and he got kicked in the balls. And I think that's good enough for him, you know? Yeah. Uh, I love the utilization of barbed wire around the ladder. Uh, And not only that, they set up Kazarian and Scorpio sky along the way. And then what a lot of people didn't even notice. Ethan page is looking side eye. Oh yeah. At Kazarian and Scorpio sky. I I think that's a TV title match. And I think page gets upset and I think Paige wants it at the pay-per-view. And before I have some nerds on the World Wide Web go, eh, you wouldn't like it if WWE hot potato the title. Uh-huh. Well, Charlotte and Sasha Banks is one of my favorite programs of the brand split era. When they traded the title back every couple of weeks, I loved that. It made me feel like, oh shit, I gotta watch Raw this week. I gotta, I gotta see. Now every time there's a TNT title match, I'm like, Damn, are they just going to trade this back and forth? If so, cool. Listen, there there are bad examples. Like, I think John Cena, Randy Orton got a little too comfortable hot potatoing. But really, even WWE is overdue some hot potato title changes because I'm yeah. a little sick of the same people being champion months at a time. I just wanted to be prefaced by people winning to get the title shots. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Kazarian does come in and he looks at Scorpio Sky after this match. Uh, and he's like, all right, us. And Sky is like, yep. Also, that was not a German suplex on the outside from Sammy. That was like a German meh. It, it existed. I didn't like that either. Brent says, it's okay. Sammy doesn't actually need his spine anyway, right? He's still made out of elastic right now. Yeah. Zero Fear says, the main event was awesome. Not every title reign needs to be six months. I agree. Yep. I mean, remember how we got to this line of thinking. It's because this was this was the case too much. It was too much hot potato and, and no reigns that mattered. But now we... I guarantee you, if you go back to when CM Punk won the WWE Championship, I bet you there have been more year-long reigns in WWE since then than there were for 30 years before that. Guaranteed, across all the stuff. And I can already sit there and think of several. There was there was Punk, there was Cena, there was AJ Styles, there was Walter, um, the New Day. Like Just off the top of my head, there were a ton of them. But still, yeah. nobody can beat Honky Tonk's record? Get out of here. He sucked. Yeah. I mean, Honky Tonk will never be matched. That's only because nobody's going to have the IC title for 500 days unless they just forget it's on the guy. Hey, it's happened before. Uh, look, Hurricane Helms, another person who held a title for a year. They just forgot. Trish, they forgot. Ian Hunter says, with Sky the champ, I hope Ethan gets a run in the Owen. So it's funny you mention that. I hope so too. But Jambeard said, Ego even tweeted, uh, dot, 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 when tweeted a gif of the Kaz-Sky handshake, which made me think that Ego may turn on Sky and Dan can go back to being a heel. I, I think don't Ego want... turns on Dan. I think Dan is the natural heel, so he would go with Paige. I don't. Want, I think Dan can just go away at this point. I don't want Dan to talk for Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't Chris, need to talk to, for Sky either. Yeah. He was good with <laughs> good Archer. Point. He was. Chris says really happy Scorpio won the title. Not happy that Sammy No sold falling off a ladder into barbed wire. Really not happy about that. Me either. Pom de Bear says uh, my stomach dropped and it looked like Sammy was going to win. Love Scorpio. Love this post show too. Well, we love you guys. I mean, we we had tried to keep this show to an hour, but the the audience demand has like caused it to be ninety minutes every week, even with two people. No matter who the co-host is, like we got a good ninety minutes out of it. Mike Preventure says, "I like the title changes. Makes competition feel super tight. Every defense is unpredictable. Let the other four titles have long reigns, or just as they need it. I I think yeah. that would be that would that whatever facilitates it." Where you stay on your toes, you don't know. You know, maybe Hangman loses to Punk, and then Punk has it for two weeks. You never know. I like not knowing in wrestling. I see a lot of people saying keep Dan with Paige Van Zant. I agree. Yeah, that's going to be needed. Graham says, "Oh my God, Ego in Roderick's position." It's clever. Jack says, "I want to apologize to TK for my old Scorpio's reign was pointless comments. He did it to reboot the story and set up the double turn." Now Scorpio is over and the story is cohesive. Great stuff. It's just time I accept the man can book. This was extremely effective, Robert. It was. And, you know, they get leeway, they being AEW, because they haven't been around for, you know, decades and decades. So you're willing to see where they go. 
And sometimes they pay it off. This was great. I think this is exactly what it needed to be. Except again, I'll say, you don't know Cell falling on a barbed wire ladder. Yeah. Queen Switch G Kills says nothing to be sour about tonight besides the Sammy Tai tongue fest. Oh, you're supposed to be though. Like you're supposed to be mad about that. I love it. it says please send them to NXT Temptation Island. They are pretty horny. So you yeah. Know, maybe uh, they would fit on NXT. Glad Sky won. Now leave it on him, please. Also, side note, I'm glad to see Deanna defend on Dynamite. Hope they let her hold the title. I hope so too. That would be shocking yeah. to me, but I would love that. Mark asked Robert how long Reigns or Cole's reign should be. Um, till the end of time. Man. Marcus Ryder uh, says, great dynamite. Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. Uh, Sammy, remind me of Rock Austin, Triple H. On the come up, back pre-attitude. They can talk, wrestle, and get a reaction of any in any city. They should be featured more often. AEW has a bright future. And d- there are like 10 other people you can look at and say, realistically future world champion future title and here's the thing being a pay-per-view title contender means something as well here you can say that and realistically mean it yeah because i mean look at eddie kingston eddie kingston was a pay-per-view title contender and now he's one of the best stars they have Beard says random question who should be the first aw triple crown winner so far uh, only three people have won two of the three men's titles. I'll leave this one to you, Robert. Who do you think should be the first Triple Crown winner? I really think it should be one of the original four pillars. You know, I think MJF hasn't won any gold, and I think that's because he doesn't need it, but he really he should get some gold soon. I think it might be Sammy, it might be Darby, but I mean, if I'm being honest, clearly it's Adam Cole. Andy Slamberg says Serena could use a manager or a mouthpiece. Other than that, she's ready for the title. Um, there are a bunch of women that are not signed. Like, I'd love to see Veda Scott talking for her if they need somebody. Like, there's there's a lot of people that they could uh, have do that. Yeah. Reese Power says, late to the party, but God damn it, what an episode. The opening match was beautiful. Yes, it was. My it friend. really was. Yes, it was. It was really great. Uh, we are wrapping up. So get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Todd Allen star says clarifying my chat. I think I'm still annoyed by how she does title reign ended and what she's done since then. I don't get deep at all, but that's just me. I mean, she does title reign ended how it should have ended with Dr. Britt Baker DMD taking it off of her. It should have ended that way because Dr. Britt Baker DMD was the most over woman in the company. What happened to her after that? I certainly understand the frustration there. Yeah, and I mean, she also had the unfortunate duty of being champion during the bulk of a pandemic. Sawyer says, time for Sky to drop Lambert and start coming out of the face tunnel, unlike tonight. I pay no attention to the face tunnel. A lot of people really do, and I I don't even really know which one is which most days because I'm not looking, but a lot of people seem to take that into account. Mark Losper says, counterpoint, Deeb looks like an absolute menace for winning a great feud against the longest reigning women's champion. That's the thing. Um, It's not always about one particular person. And uh, I think this works. I think this works. Uh, Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. I got a bunch of interviews dropping this week. Naomi, Matt Hardy, Alicia Atute, 
early access to all those on Fightful Select Tier 2. You also get the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. But every day on Fightful Select, we're breaking news. And we got Robert D. Felice here doing the news on Fightful.com. Tell them where they can find you. You can find me everywhere at Dude Felice, especially on Twitter and on twitch.tv slash Dude Felice. I started a thing where every Tuesday I'm going to do a watch along with NXT 2.0 just to see how that goes. <laughs> and hopefully I'll be hitting affiliates soon. So I thank you guys in advance for that. Guys, thank you all so much. Fightfulselect.com. It'd mean an awful lot if you guys would subscribe. Check out uh, the Spotlight every Thursday. And check out Fightful Overbooked. Reese Power says, waiting for the Bucks to kick Cole's head off. Listen, Reese, you're going to piss off Robert DeFelice right now. No. You're going to no, piss him off. We're not turning on Cole, okay? Adam Cole for champion. Adam Cole for president. Adam Cole for life. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. Guys, we are on podcast platforms everywhere. If you want to catch this show uh, on the go, FightfulPods.com. That's their easy way to download the show uh, via audio. Until next time, guys, we're out.